JC said that is a Genesis bumper. It's such a bumper, I didn't even see it. God bless you. Welcome. Turning your Bibles all the way over to Genesis 1-1. That ain't far. That was supposed to be funny. Not that funny? All right, okay. I just thought I'd ask. Just thought I'd ask. In the beginning, God created the heavens, and the earth. Now, what you'll find is, in the next verse, it says that the earth is void and empty, and there ain't nothing here. All right, the whole world, the whole cosmos, the whole aspect of his creation, there ain't nothing here, all right? And yet, he created out of what? Out of... Nothing. Hebrews chapter 3. Hebrews chapter 3, 11, I mean, verse 3, I'm sorry. Says, by faith we understand that the universe was formed. It was created at God's command. In other words, he spoke it and it happened. That's what scientists call the Big Bang Theory. Not really, that's a joke. But, um, but that's what happened. He spoke There it was at God's command so that what is seen is not made out of what is visible. And I want you to get that part. I want you to understand that part. I mean, I want you to get that he doesn't need anything to make whatever he wants to make. I'm not going to move on until somebody says amen. Okay, because this is such an important thing. So often we talk about that, but then we forget about it when real life happens, okay? He made everything, the whole world, the heavens and the earth out of nothing. And I think that's so important for us to get. I think that's important for us to understand. I think that's important for us to live, okay? Very, very, very important. About 30, how old are you? 33 years ago. Um, about six months before JC was born, um, I had some hearing problems. And my wife's like, why don't you get that checked? Well, I'm a man. I'm stupid. I don't get nothing checked. You know, we, we men, we're, we're just not the brightest stars in the sun. You know what I'm saying? We're just, you know. And I said, well, it's, it's just hearing. I'm getting old. Now, I was, I was 31. Little did I know about getting old, you know? And I'm 31, and so she had good insurance, worked for Estee Lauder, and, and so I went to the ENT, and at first, they were going to sell me hearing aids. And um, I was, okay, whatever. And um, then all of a sudden, the ENT went, whoa, whoa, wait a second. Um, he ain't having problems in both ears. He's having problems in one ear. And I guess usually when you get hard of hearing, you kind of have problems in both ears, all right? And so he sent me to this thing 
called, now they, it was just a new contraption they had just invented just right before that called an MRI. Now, can I tell you the truth? I don't like MRIs. I'll never forget the first time I got up in that little tube and I, I was for sure somebody was on the outside of it banging on it. You ever been in them? And I'm in there and they're banging and they got me strapped down and I'm sweating and I'm sick to my stomach and I'm like, get me out of here. This is nuts. I didn't even know I was claustrophobic till I went up in an MRI machine. All right. And so I'm up in there and, you know, they're, you know, this is the great part. I'm up in there about 30 minutes and I'm coming out and I'm like, yeah, baby, I'm done. Then they give me a shot so they could see my brain better. That should have told me something, right? When you need a shot and you're in an MRI machine so they could see your brain, you got a major issue, you know? So I get out, take the shot, get up in there and, and everything. And I probably had four or five of them babies. And I mean, every time it was miserable. You know, anybody else struggle with those things? You know, you get up in there and you sweat, you know, and you get sick to your stomach and you're, you're thinking bad thoughts about the person who put you up in here and your doctor and everybody else. And finally I go to the doc and I say, doc, I, he's like, we got to do it again. I'm like, no. He's like, what do you mean? No. I'm like, where are you struggling? No, I'm not getting up in there again. No. He said, well, here's what I want you to do. You need to take a Xanax. I love Xanax. <laughs> now, if you're taking it regularly, quit it. But I love Xanax. I got up in it at one time. <coughs> they gave me two. All right? And, I, and, and they told me right before, they said, now listen, our paperwork got a little messed up, so it might be some time. So you might be sitting here a while. I popped the other one. You know, I'm like, if one's good, two got to be better. I come out, my wife said, how was it? I said, what? I didn't even know what happened, all right? But you see the story. Now, what they told me was that that machine and as I looked at the scans, I had no idea what I was looking at. I just knew there was a lot of little stuff, <laughs> including the brain. Um, and, but what was amazing was how, how far they could go down in. And, and, and the, the minute details that they could, they could see down in there. And... This week, I was thinking about the MRI machine. I have those nightmares every once in a while. And I thought, wow, think about that. God made that brain perfectly. I don't have the perfect mind, but God made that instrument exactly the way it was supposed to be. And I mean, I couldn't, this thing was getting down so small that I couldn't even have an open MRI because they, at least at that time, they weren't 
minute enough or detailed enough or, or something like that. And, and, and it, you know, it wasn't a big tumor that I had. It was, um, it was just a small tumor. It grew uh, between the time I found out and the time JC comes and then after that. And, but I thought about that. And I thought about my life. And the fact that God created every minute detail in my life, in my body. I was trying to read up with something because I wanted to give you a bunch of facts and figures and all that kind of stuff, but I'm just not that bright. So if you want to know about the brain, go read about it. But, but in all seriousness, think about that. And we'll come back to that. And then I started thinking about the heavens. You want to see something funny. Go read what scientists have to say about the stars and the heavens. You do realize scientists don't actually know Jack. I'm serious. I kept reading and kept reading. What's so cute to me? It's kind of like theologians. They all are different. They all argue, but they all think they're right. You know, and I kept reading and reading and reading and reading. And reading. I'm like, wow, what an, what an awesome thing. You know, they say we have faith and scientists tell us to believe in them. Now that's faith, baby. That's faith. These people are hilarious. Though this is 554 million years. What? They have no idea. They have no idea whatsoever, you know? Or this is 972 million light years away. Seriously? How do you know? You know? But here's what I found out. There's trillions and trillions and trillions of stars up in the heavens. Most of them we can't see. They're just too far away. You know, it, it just, it's just beyond us. Uh, even the Hubble telescope that's been out there about 20 years, they, it's moving and moving. Even it can't see. It just finds new and new and new. Hmm. Trillions and trillions and trillions of stars. Turn to Isaiah. Lift up your eyes and look to the heavens. Who created all these? Who brings out the starry host one by one? (laughs) And I love this one. Remember, there's trillions and trillions and trillions of stars. I have trouble remembering y'all's name. <laughs> All right? And God calls forth each of them by name. That's big. I, I start thinking of this and I'm like, man, next to that, how big am I? Next to that, how big are the issues in my life? I make them big because that's all I look at. Did you ever notice that? Every time we got a boo-boo. I love kids. Got a boo-boo. Got a boo-boo. 
got a boo-boo. That's all they think about. The problem is all we do is perfect the art as adults. And all we do is focus on our boo-boos. And then we wonder why our boo-boos get bigger and bigger and bigger. Here's what I want you to do this morning. I want you to think about the fact that in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. He created every minute detail in my body. He created everything around me. And the cool part is, if he created all of that and shaped all that and formed all of that, he knows and understands all of that. Wow. Wow. So there really is nothing that comes into my life that he doesn't understand. And there isn't anything that comes into my life that he can't heal. And there isn't anything that comes into my life that's too detailed for God to know to how to go and fix or recreate it into what it needs to be. Hmm. And then I think about all the stars in the heavens. Now think about this. Our sun, which is one of the small stars, they tell me. Listen, I'm no... I was going to say astrologist and see if y'all were listening, but astronomers, I, 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 I'm not. I'm just, I'm just, I'm not that smart, you know? But they tell me that our little sun is 93 million miles away, okay? It's perfectly far away so that we can exist. Did you hear what I just said? You know? And I know it's real because that thing on my head right now is me versus the sun. Two weeks ago, it was worse. It's real. It's hot. Thank God it ain't any closer. Because any closer, I'd have real problems because I don't tan well. But sometimes I look at my life and I go, man, this is big. Man, this is big. I don't even know how God can fix this. Seriously? Seriously? He created everything that is. Some of these galaxies they study are millions of light years apart. Light years. We're not talking miles. We're talking light years. Why in the world would we ever think that God can't fix us? The last part of Isaiah 46, 20, 40, 26 says, because of his great power and his mighty strength, not one of those stars, not one of us is missing. 
He created you. He knows you intimately, meticulously. He knows who you, he created you to be. He knows what he created you to do. He also knows what's gotten in the way. He knows that uh, situation where you were abused. He knows that situation where you were traumatized. He knows exactly what has gone on. He knows why you're struggling now. He knows where and why you're tempted now. He knows where you're hurting now. And he has the minute ability and the magnificent ability to do whatever is necessary to recreate our lives. I love that concept, don't you? I love that concept, don't you? I want you to think about that. I, I want you to get and understand that he doesn't want to just you to go on and say, well, that's who I am. He wants you to understand how great and vast and how minute he can be and how he can come to your life right now And he understands and knows you better than you know you. And he absolutely wants to do something so magnificent and marvelous and healing and powerful and lifting and awesome in your life. That you will never be the same again. Because Jesus Christ has begun the process of recreating me. Now, he may not everything and everyone around you because they may not want it, but he can create you from where you are to where he created you to be. I don't know where you've been. I don't know who stabbed you in the back. I don't know who has traumatized you. I don't know if, if, if you're really struggling. I don't know if you feel poorly about yourself. I, 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 it doesn't really matter. Pastor may not know, but the one who loves you most, he does know. And he knows how to start that recreative process in your life. That you can be that person. That you can have that joy inexpressible and full of glory, no matter what the struggle might be. He can give you that peace beyond all human comprehension. No matter how painful the life might be right now. But he absolutely will come. And he will wrap you in his arms and he will begin to heal and he will begin to bless and he will begin to love and he will be able to do things that Pastor John cannot even imagine or articulate because he knows 
you perfectly. And he knows the perfect you he created you to be. And no matter where you might be right now, he can take you from where you are and make you into exactly what he created. In the beginning, God created the heaven and earth and us out of nothing. We might be handing him a mess right now. We may not understand life right now. We may not understand what's going on right now, but it really doesn't matter because the one who created it all out of nothing can take our mess or can take our nothing and make it exactly what it's supposed to be. Let's stand. Come on up, kids. Today's a good day to say enough. You say, well, Pastor, you you don't understand where I'm at. Doesn't matter. You don't understand how I've messed up. Doesn't matter. You don't understand. I, I don't understand. Doesn't matter. Today's the good day to say, you know what? Enough dawdling, enough messing around. Today's the day I'm going to allow God Almighty to start that recreative process, that recreation process in me, to remake me into exactly the person he created me to be. Can we do that second song? Here's what I want you to do. If you want that happening in your life, don't be sitting there like some big sissy. Step out. Declare it. Today. Today. Say, well, I'm not sure he'll accept me. If he won't accept you, he won't accept me. But, you know, my stuff's big. My stuff's big too. Today, while they're singing this song, I want you to step out and I want you to stand or kneel across this front and we are going to pray the glory down the recreative process would begin today and now. Well, I've been in a church 500 years. Sometimes I got to allow that recreative process to begin in me now. Amen? I've only been here a week. Today is a good day. Don't mess with it. Don't let anybody talk you out of it. Today's a great day to begin that process. Come on down while these kids are singing. Hey, thank you for watching, listening, and subscribing. 
Our hope is that this content will point to the person who can heal and transform your life. That person is Jesus. If you would like to learn more about him and how to become healthy in every area of your life, we would like to give you access to Right Now Media. This is the world's largest video streaming library of biblical resources and entertainment. It's completely free. We already paid the subscription for you. Scan the QR code if you're watching or find the link in the description below. Again, thank you for being here. We'll see you next time.